Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of In Between the Stitches. I am your host, Brady Wilson, as always, with my co-host, Chase Olschwinger. What's up, everybody? And, of course, this episode, we have Zach Babb with us in the studio. And it's going to be weird because I don't think we're talking hockey today. Not too much hockey. So we're going to be, you know, I mean, the Stars play tomorrow. Yeah. See, you know, season opener. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, the NHL opened up, what, you know, yesterday? Yeah. A couple days ago. So, you know, hockey's back in full. You know, hockey's get, starting to get into swing. You know, basketball starts pretty soon. However, that, that that is not why I came here, and, and, and anyone that's listening that's you know DFW sports fan knows that's not why I'm in here. It's not why Chase is in here. Rangers are going oh to the ALCS, and and oh and for, to 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 preface this, we have Zach in here for baseball today. He is an Astros fan, but but before you click off and <laughs> he is a nice Astros fan. That's not one of those nauseating people that I met at at the Astros Rangers games who were blaming other people for their trash can scheme. Zach, Zach is a very nice Astros, and we like I'm not, Zach. I'm not an Astros truther. No. I'll say that. I'm, so, just, I'm just a fan. I was picked, born and raised. Wrong. Picked wrong. He picked wrong. I was raised <laughs> 30 minutes from Minute Maid Park. Well, we'll, we'll fault your parents on that one. Okay. <laughs> we'll Fair enough. They've decided we'll, to move from Minnesota down to Houston. We'll so. fault your parents on that one. But the Rangers are moving on to the LCS, and we could not be I think, more excited. Because I think, you know, coming into the season, I wanted to, hey, let's win, let's make it to the ALDS. Right, that that was my goal as a Rangers fan was if we can make it to the LDS, we'll probably get stomped by Houston or Baltimore the way we've been playing. But we'll be okay. You know, it, we, we 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 made the playoffs. We're, I'm cool, but we just stomped the crap out of Baltimore. Yeah. Like they didn't win a game. No. I, it was complete domination, honestly. I mean yeah, you look I, at game two and there's you know eleven to eight, but that game wasn't eleven to eight. It the, was Nine to two at one point, and then the bullpen comes in and shaky. But the offense was continuing to show life and firepower, and that wasn't a eleven to eight win. That was a dominating eleven eight win, if that makes sense. And they led in that game once. You know, when yeah, they two zero. Yeah, 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 it was two zero to start, and then we came right back and yep. scored. And, but you know, Zach's Astros mm-hmm. have game four tonight. Yep, or Keedy versus Ryan in Minnesota. So Minnesota's got their backs against the wall. And Rangers fans, we need we, we we need to stop this. We want Houston stuff because we have <laughs> see seen, how that really ended up for New York last we year. We have seen in history, not even just with the Astros, with any team when the when the opposing teams like we want this team, it never ends well for that team. Yeah, that's usually the height. Is is that's usually you, you can look at teams that lost that did that and go, well, that was their peak was right there. Those fans saying we want this team and they get stomped in the next round. So no, we we don't want Houston. I, I want the next team. That's 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 all I'm caring about because we're in yeah. the LCS. And I did not expect to get this far. There is so much weird, like, sports mojo, like, pulling this series in two different directions. If it ends up, you know, for me, knock on wood, that the Astros don't blow a 2-1 best of five lead. Yeah. Um, But it's like, there are so many things that I look at and I'm like, this could be terrible for the Astros. And then I look at something else and I'm like, this could be terrible for the Rangers like you brought up, for example, the whole "We Want Houston" chant. Like, that's giving Houston a license to just beat the crap out of the Rangers. Right. But then I also look at like the Astros winning the a- winning the AL West on the last day of the season, and I'm like, that's the perfect script for oh, they pass the Rangers at the last minute, and then the Rangers turn around and kick their butt in the playoffs. And I'm like, where is in the in a sport that revolves around superstition? It's like. Yeah, which way are the baseball gods going to go with this? Right. I have no idea. Exactly, right. and it, it feels kind of like, kind of like that script where it's you know I said before the playoffs even started last week. You know, obviously last time we talked to you guys, 
we hadn't even played in a, in a playoff yeah, the, game, yet. The game the, We played Tampa Bay game one yeah, that night. Yeah, it was that night. It was, yeah. it, was, it, was, it was started right as right as we left. Yeah. So, you know, things have flipped. You know, now, but I remember saying before that, you know, the MLB would want a Houston Rangers. Because, I mean, I mean... This this is the culmination of everything that baseball wanted when they moved the Astros this, to the AL West. Yes, and, that, and that's one thing. Like I've, I've had talked with Astros fans. Why do you guys hate us so much? And I go, well, okay, baseball wanted a rivalry. They, you know, team people realize the teams were uneven. It was sixteen in the National League, fourteen in the American League, and baseball said, well, we got to fix this. And teams had you know flip flop before the Brewers went from the American League to the National League. And so they're like, all right, well, we're going to move the Astros to the American League, to the American League West. We're going to realign on everything, and because because we want this rivalry, and for and for the first several years, we kicked the crap out of you guys, yeah, because that was the start of like y'all's rebuild, mm-hmm. and we were kind of still in that. We're really, you know, that early 2010s when we were still pretty good, and then it flipped, and now you guys kicked the crap out of us, and now it's like, hey, now we're both getting good at the same time. Mm-hmm. This has a chance to be a great rivalry because it's going to be a civil war here in Texas, oh, yeah. especially on Twitter because. And I think it got fueled by all the Emily Jones stuff, all of them. I mean, if you go through, go on Rangers Twitter right now, and a lot of it is, do we have permission from the Astros to celebrate this? Do did did our celebration last a little bit too long for you guys? <laughs> you know, because and it, that's you know, another speaking of the superstition. That's another thing that's like, do the baseball gods punish the Astros for that? Right. Yeah, for for talking and then and I mean, you got to give them credit for waiting to talk. You know, but that, I think that was again, like I said earlier uh, last week, was the Astros have been there. So, of course, they're not going to pop off and celebrate making the playoffs. They expect to make the playoffs every year, right? That'd be like the Braves in their middle of their 14-year uh, reign. The team of the 90s. Yeah, in the NL East where they won the division 14 straight years. But, like, if they did it every single time, well, no, because they've been there. They, they expect to do this. We didn't. You know, this is, this is the start of us being good again. When you guys were, get, were getting good again in the, in the 2010s, y'all did the same thing we did. Yep. Y'all made the playoffs. Y'all popped bottles. Yep. It, and that's it, and so it's Astros writers not remembering history very well apparently, but I think the fire has been stoked. And yeah. it's it, and it's it. If Minnesota gets in, cool. But I think I, I kind of do want Houston a little bit, not because I just I think it'd be really fun. Yeah. That that kind of rivalry in the, the ALCS yeah. heightened. The just like you said, it's going to be a civil war within the state, especially on Twitter. Beca- oh yeah, hundred percent on Twitter. X, sorry. Yes, yeah. X, whatever it's called now. <laughs> Um, thanks, Elon. But, uh, you know, it's, it's just like, it's like, like you said, it's the culmination of what Major League Baseball wanted 10 years ago when they made this move. Um, and it's, it's almost, you, you can't write a script better than this of the Astros, you know, the Rangers being so close and then the move to the AL West and then the rise of the Astros, Almost dynasty. I mean, it's close. Two, two pennant, two, two championships in six years, and a couple other World Series Say. appearances. One, and then the cheating scandal happens, and then the Astros, despite the cheating scandal, keep being one of the best teams in baseball. And then the Rangers starting to catch up after being the punching bag of the Astros for during five the- years or five, six yeah. years during this run. And so, you know, it's just, it, it's it's almost like you can't write a script better than this. Yeah, it works. You know, I mean, obviously, our rebuild started in 2017. Yeah. I, I Kind of like how the Astros point to the Manny Machado deal. Rangers fans, we point to the Hugh Darvish deal. Mm-hmm. Now, of course, none of those three guys are still with us. Calhoun, I think, went to the Yankees. Mm-hmm. Alex, he got claimed by somebody. And Brendan Davis, last time I checked, was, I think, AAA for the Tigers. Yeah. So none of the three guys panned out, but it was still, 
that was the start of the rebuild. Yeah. That was the start of, okay, we're, we're going to have to, you know, Josh Young was drafted. So it was the start of everything. But I think, you know, again, Astros, Rangers, that is what they want. Yeah. It, 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 it will be, and, and, and Astros fans are thinking, well, it'll be easy. We get the crap out of them in early September. This ain't the same team. No. This we're, is, that's the thing is like this, you know, we're playing it's, our best baseball. Yes. And it's like, I don't, Clearly, I mean, I'm an Astros fan. I don't like the Rangers. No. But there's a certain respect that you have for what this team is doing right now. Yeah. Um, because from a because, Astros, yeah. because Because you look at, you know, just they haven't lost a game yet. They have been kicking the ever-living ass out of almost every game they've played. And it's just like, you know, the Astros have the advantage quote-unquote of like you said the been here done that they know what it takes to win in the postseason but also you've got a buzzsaw offense coming down the mountain right now and it's just like it's the old unstoppable force meets an immovable object they're they're the rangers are playing so well at the right time which is such an adage in north american sports as it is you can be the eighth seed in the in, in the NHL and get hot and go win the Stanley Cup. The Rangers are kind of that team right now, and it's like, okay, is the Astros' experience going to finally slow this <laughs> down, or is this giant Rangers snowball that's heading down the hill going to crash through a potential dynasty? Yeah. Um, and and again, going back to that team that was that played y'all, and I was going to add to those games. I like to remind everybody just because. Oh, it was an awful experience. Scherzer was hurt. Mm-hmm. He was dealing with his shoulder. We didn't really know the extent of it yet, but he, was, he wasn't he was mechanically right. Evaldi, that was his first start back off the IL. That was his rehab start. Mm-hmm. Then you had, you know, Garcia got hurt, and I think it was that, in that third game. Mm-hmm. Young was out. So this was not, this is not that team. And and some of the other guys were not, I think. Carter, Carter wasn't called up. Carter was not up yet. Seager was kind of in that September funk he was in. Simeon was Simeon. I mean, it was it, it was not the same team, and it was we that was kind of again that was the rock bottom of the hill mm-hmm. because you know we had had a really bad about month, and that was just the culmination of everything. Yep. That was the final spiral mm-hmm. before we start, kind of started picking up the pieces and and moving forward. So it you know Astros fans think it's the same team. It's not, uh-huh. and if we get Scherzer back, that gives us. And even if if it's four innings of Scherzer. Is if it's four Mac, innings of Scherzer is better than no innings if of it's, Scherzer. If it's, if it's Max Scherzer, <laughs> then we're fine. I'm worried about him because he's not mechanically right. We've seen he's very prone to, you know, big time, not great starts. But it sounds like Gray could be back too. So maybe mm-hmm. I'm thinking you piggyback both of those guys, like, hey, you go three, you go three. Yeah. So I think I think that would work for for you know, because they're injuries, then you don't want him going eight innings and Scherzer tears that, you know, because the same thing that Kluber had with us. Yeah. You know, when he pitched, when he traded Emmanuel Class A for one inning, one Corey, inning Kluber, Corey Kluber, and he tore that um, right to rest muscle or whatever it is. Yeah. But, you know, it's, this is just a strain. You don't want him to tear it because then you, you you lose him for the next year. But if he feels healthy and the training staff feels he's ready to go, I'm pumped because it sounds like he's going to be good to go. Yeah. It, it, I'd, be, I'd be shocked if he doesn't make the, CS rest, the LCS roster. I, I, I will too. And and Astros fans know all about Scherzer in the postseason. Yeah. You know, two. 2019 couldn't get out of bed yeah. for game five. Gets out of bed for game seven. Goes like six, two runs. I was, was there dominant. for that game. I was at Minute Maid Park for that game. Yeah, I it mean, was, so it was it was something to watch. Him and Evaldi in the postseason, and again, this, this is playoff nasty. Nate, the, the, we we've if, again asked Red Sox fans, 
this guy can pitch in the postseason. Yeah. He was a savior for them. What was the stat line? He pitched three times in four days or something like that? What, back in, 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 in 18? Yeah. It was something like that. Because The big one was in the 18-inning, I think it was Thriller in L.A., the one game the Dodgers won. He yeah. pitched like six innings in relief. Mm-hmm. And it was, and, and they lost. And he gave he gave up the walk off home runs. So everyone was like, "Well, how is that a heroic effort?" Well, it saved their bullpen. Yeah, and it allowed them to win the next day and then have their bullpen ready, and not have to expend it all because you know it was an yeah. eighteen inning game. Yeah, Muncy had a walk off homer. So we know what Nate can do in the playoffs, and he's proving it. Seven innings, got the curtain call. He looked he looked great. He looks dominant. Yeah. And his, he looks post All Star break. Of all these. And, his, and of course, and, and we've seen this too with him. His velocity goes up in the postseason. Mm-hmm. I remember, I think it was in that, I think it was two years ago with Boston in, 20, in 21. Uh, his He was hitting like 101. In yeah. the post. His fastball was hitting like 100 miles an hour. Yeah. Because he was pumped up. So he doesn't have that anymore, but he was hitting 98 last night. Yeah. So he was, you know, boys pumped up. Mm-hmm. And I think, you know, Chapman still scares me. Especially against the Astros, he has he has his demons. His history, yeah. You see, I think that could be part of the storyline too. Yeah, Chapman, it's like Chapman redeems f- himself. Final strikeout, yeah. You know, <laughs> is, is is Altuve on a high slider? Yeah. And he misses it this time. Yeah. You know, I think I think that would be really poetic justice. Yeah. But this is not the same team the Astros kicked the crap out of a month ago. Yeah. This and, is a very good team that's playing every. If, and again, if, if Lowe is the one guy slumping right now, mm-hmm. I mean, everyone, and, and he and night. he hit a bomb. So if if he gets going, that's all nine guys. And the, firing know, on firing all cylinders. And a lot of your guys are firing off. I mean, Abreu yeah. seems seemingly has found it. Yeah. Seager, Seager is, and Alvarez just, just, just look like two guys you just can't pitch yeah, to anymore. My good. I mean, Alvarez has four home runs in three postseason games. Yeah. He, he, he's just like, it's, I don't get why Minnesota keeps pitching to him. <laughs> to me, this is, the, you know, and my, my, my dad called this comp several years ago. I think when he was when he was first up. Or first, it was 19 when he was a rookie, right? I believe so, yeah. And we were watching him. He said, this kid's David Ortiz. Mm-hmm. Just, that's the, just, yeah, that's the just perfect example. In, in left field, and mm-hmm. he can move a lot better than Ortiz could. Yeah. But it's David Ortiz as a hitter. Yeah. And it, I mean, in the postseason, he's, he looked like David yeah. Ortiz. And it's just the thing where it's like, if there's anything remotely close in the zone that's hittable, he is going to jack that thing into the stands. I would bet right now, just going off today's game, I bet he hits a home run. Joe Ryan, we know, is a pure fastball pitcher. Uh, you know Jordan's sitting on that. If he, and, leave, if yeah. he leaves something yeah. up in the zone, yeah. Jordan's going to tank it. Well, and that was the thing with Adolis last night. Yeah. Because they, you know, he had that, you know, that was, see, that's where I like John Smoltz because he was showing everybody. The fault the fastball is supposed to be here. He completely missed it. It was out middle high. And you know, Garcia has to know I struggle against this high fastball. They're gonna throw it, so I gotta be looking for it. And he was looking for it and he crushed that. Yeah. I was almost doing front flips in yep. my in my living room, <laughs> trying not to scream. I, I was doing more dance moves than I was screaming. I didn't want to wake everybody up. I didn't want to, you know, get a noise complaint. Yeah. But it was it was a very, you know, Seeger's home run was the one for me though. Because I heard yeah. I, just seeing that and yeah. I went. Ball was okay, crushed. We got this. This is gonna happen. It's one nothing. Yeah. We, we and then and then Garcia's was, is it really happening? I I yeah. think it is. And then that's when, like, isn't that such an amazing feeling? Yes. Like like last year for me in the World Series when Jordan went four fifty to dead center in Game Six against Alvarado. Against yeah. Alvarado, it's like, this is it. We're gonna win. Yeah. This is insane. You'll see. Rangers fans had that. You know when when Josh Hamilton hit the hit, hit, yeah. hit the go ahead home run. In in St. Louis, I think I remember my dad was like, "This is it. This is how it's going to end. Yeah. We're going to win this thing." Yeah. And, and and then baseball and, is a cruel, cruel and, sport sometimes. And, and then Lance Berkman, you yeah. know, and former Astro, <laughs> and yeah, you know, but former, um, former Killer B, yeah. But um, th- this, th- 
Rangers Astro, it's it's going to be fun. And we're, we're talking about like it's going to happen. It feels like it's going to happen. Mm-hmm. We could come on here next week and go, well, ladies and gentlemen, it did not happen. Minnesota <laughs> won. And, you know, now previewing game three because game three is next Wednesday. Yeah. So, you know, now previewing game three tonight. I mean, because, you know, this, this is the next time we talk to you guys. We'll be two games in nails. Yes. Yeah. But we know we're in. Yeah. And that makes me, and, you know, I think I posted on my Twitter, I was like, Rangers have two series wins. Astros have none. Who's the better team, really? You know? <laughs> Just because when we beat um, Tampa Bay, I did that. I said playoff wins, Rangers two, Astros zero. Yeah. We're, we're the superior team. I think it's yeah. pretty clear. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, because it, 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 it's going to be fun if it's Houston. And it, it's yeah. going to be fun if it's, if, it, if it's Minnesota. I'd probably rather face Minnesota on a paper, paper, you know, mm-hmm. comparing teams. But they played us really well, too, <laughs> in, t- in two separate series here and there. Yeah. So I don't know if it, 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 it goes out to the old thing that my dad always told me about, you know, the, uh, uh, the playoffs. You're going to face good teams anytime. Yeah. There's no weak team you, in you the get, postseason. Yeah, you get to the final six, eight teams left. I mean, they're all they're, they're There's all a reason good. they're playoffs. There's a teams. reason they're at that point, yeah. You know, and, and that goes to all the people, all the idiots saying we need to change the base. Have you seen that? All the people saying we need to change the format? Yeah, I'm not a, I, as a hockey fan, I hate that because it's like, that's I, all. That's what playoffs is all about. I, I don't like it because what it feels like is whiny crybabies yeah. who are mad that the Dodgers mm-hmm. got are getting smoked. Yeah. That Baltimore got smoked, and you know, I honestly, I have to say, the Braves Phillies game, game two, probably saved the format for yeah. at least a few another years because yeah. if the Braves go down 2-0, then there is going to be a lot of talk about well, three of the ALDSs. Are two zero. That's not great for baseball. Mm-hmm. But I just think that's just the year. I mean, next year all four could yeah. go to Game Five. Yeah. Well, it's just talking I mean, about because everyone's like resting so yeah. much. Is that why? And I'm like, uh, and, and 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 to that point, when we lost the division of the Astros, every Astros fan was laughing at us because we had to go play and they got to stay home and rest. Yeah. So now the rest is not a good thing. Is it a good or is it not a good thing? We, it, it, it's one of those when you get the rest and it works. It's a great thing when you don't when you get it and it doesn't work. It's an awful thing we need to fix it. Yeah, I think it just it it, it makes me mad because it, again it feels like oh the Rangers are winning oh we can't have that change the whole format because mm-hmm. the redheaded stepchild of of the MLB yeah. and it's it's such baseball so unique too because for years years and year decades it was first place team in the American League and the first place team in the National League World play Series. for the World Series. No playoffs at all. No playoffs at all, which was very unique in North American sports. Yeah, and, was, now, and now, you know, as someone who's watched hockey my entire life, I mean, that's my primary fandom, it's, you know, like, that. And the NHL has had 16 teams make the playoffs even when they were a 22-team league. It's like, no, this is what it's all about when you sign up for a playoff that any team has a shot. It's it's get in, get in and Nationals. you have a chance. The Nationals in 2019. That, Heck, I'll even go back to hockey. The Minnesota North Stars in 1991, two years before they moved to Dallas, went to the Stanley Cup Finals with a losing record. Wow. And it's just, you, you either, and, that, and that's the thing with me, it's like if, if baseball is going to complain about their top teams, getting their top kicked. teams getting kicked. Then go back to whoever's first place in the in the division. You know, get rid of the central. Just do the east and west. Have the two winners play in the ALCS, and then whoever wins that play for the World Series. If you're that concerned Dude, about the best teams getting into the dance, which that's what they did for a long time. My dad growing up, you know, in the eighties, yeah. seventies, that was what it was. Was it was you know you have two divisions. That's why like the White Sox were in the yeah. uh, the Ranger were division rival the Rangers for so yeah. many years. 
and 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 that I'm with you on that. And I, you know, Chase, I'm sure, I guess you are too. You know that it 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 you're. It sounds like baseball is just mad because the Orioles got their crap the crap kicked out of them by the little Rangers team that wasn't supposed to do anything. Yeah. And they wanted the against again. It's clear leagues push certain teams. Yeah. Clear the NFL pushes the Chiefs, pushes the Eagles, pushes the Bengals. Right. It's clear mm-hmm. because they and I get it. You're trying. You have to market your good teams. Yeah. I completely understand they market the Cowboys success or failure. They like it either yeah, way. It's the most valuable franchise right? in sports. So, so I get why baseball wants the Braves, wants the Orioles, wants the Astros, and wants the Dodgers to do good. The Dodgers draw money globally. The Diamondbacks don't. Yeah. Right? The Braves are starting to draw money more globally because the Braves are a great yeah. franchise. That's the same thing in the NBA. Would the NBA rather have the Lakers win the title or would they rather have the Bucks? Clearly, they want the Lakers. They want the Lakers, and and that and that that is the part of sports that kind of sucks. Is well, we, we what we wanted to happen didn't happen, so we got to change it up to make sure it does. It's like no, that's the no, magic it, of sports. It's it, it's it's what creates like the Diamondbacks fans are feeling great right now. Yeah, they just walked into L.A. and kicked them in the mouth because mm-hmm. and and again, people want to think because people get caught up with oh it's the Dodgers. Yeah. Look at look at their team. Yeah. Great hitting. Mm-hmm. They have no pitching. Yeah. Because none, none. Gonsolin, Bueller. Bueller, and May are all hurt. Mm-hmm. Uh Arias is doing very bad, potentially very bad things from everything we've heard. Yeah. You know, it, it we'd like him to stop doing that if you know he would like, please. Yeah. Uh, and so he's, you know, not available. Kind of in that same boat with Juan Franco. He's he's not available <laughs> for the postseason. So you're stuck with a Clayton Kershaw whose velocity is at 90 because he's injured. Lance Lynn, who is good, but he's not Lance Lynn from a couple years ago, and uh, oh, the other guy, Bob, Bobby Miller, a young, you know, kind of fireball and ace that will be really good in two or three years. But yeah. it's just the Diamondbacks and the Diamondbacks are hot right now, yeah, because they're not a world beater team. They're they're what I call a co- they're a collective. Yes, really. I mean, one you could say Corbin Carroll is their star, mm-hmm. but they just have you know Kelly and 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 Gallon are just two. It's an awesome one-two punch. Yeah, and so. Yeah, Dimex took two, and and you can't get mad at that because the Dimex fans are feeling great right now. Yeah, and it's, it's anytime you at the end of the day, anytime you elevate another team, you got to remember you are hurting a, another fan base in response. Yeah, and that's the thing. It's like if we're gonna if we're gonna let the magic of baseball be the magic of baseball, you got to give them some space. Yeah, and but and, um, and to me that that's where it is. is you, Part of what makes the baseball format so great is, is football is four, like you know, four games. That's it. You get four games, and and you just have to make you know enjoy what you have. Is the thing is what college is going to have. College is going to love the twelve team format because it's going to be able to get a lot more fans interested in what their team is doing, right? Because I mean, you know, teams like Utah right now, they'd be in that playoff, and and, and then do you have a shot? And they you could, got a shot. They could make a run. Yeah. In football, it's going to happen a little bit less, especially in college, because it's a little more about. My guy is more athletic than you because we have five stars and you have three stars. Mm-hmm. Ha ha ha! I don't have I don't have to scheme today. I can just say run deep, right? But and, and so it's a little bit different. But it, it, again, you get in. I guarantee you that we're, you know we're we're going to see a ten a ten seed win the national championship. Yeah, yeah. And everyone's gonna get pissed. But I'm gonna say no 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 no. You cannot get pissed when you wanted this to happen. Yeah. You, the the magic of like you said the magic of it is get in and anything can happen. Yeah. Right. Speaking of magic, um, I got to get rolling here, but I will leave you guys with this. I love stats. 
which <laughs> you guys know. That's I mean, awesome. um, I think both of y'all follow me on Twitter with yeah. the occasional stat I throw out there for oh, various the things. I, think I saw one last night. I was like, yeah. that's really cool. The this would be this this is just quintessential the magic of baseball. If the Ranger the Rangers are halfway to winning a World Series, which means they are halfway to the biggest turnaround season to season to a championship in the history of the sport. Yeah, I saw that. They had ninety four losses last year. If they were to win the World Series, that is the most a team has gone from the most losses in a previous year to winning the World Series in the history of baseball. Mm. The current <laughs> record is held by the 2013 Red Sox, oh, right. who yeah. lost 93 games in 2012, and then um, the 87 Twins, who lost 92 games in 86. Yeah. And that is the—those two teams are the only teams that have ever lost— Forget 94 games, 90-plus games at all, and yeah. won a World Series the next year. The Rangers are in a position to set that record. Crazy. Yes, yeah, so a 2013 Red Sox was—they were looking to rebuild mm -hmm. and just kind of— And ended up winning the whole yeah, thing. Yeah, what they did was they signed a bunch of veterans and was just like, well, and we'll, we'll, we'll trade them at the deadline. Oh, wait, we're good? You know, and then and then the, the, the Twins, that was, you know, the, the, the Twins team that I like, though, I think a little more, a little more fast, and, and it's fascinating, too, is— in baseball, it has happened once where two, the World Series was two last to first teams. Mm -hmm. That was 91. Yeah. With one of the greatest World Series of all time, it was Twins Braves. Yeah. Twins came out on top in seven. The original and the better call of, we'll see you tomorrow night. Screw you, Joe Buck. We love you, Jack Buck. <laughs> <laughs> but I think, but yeah, like, I, 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 saw, I read that. I was like, oh, I probably could have guessed the Twins, but that's interesting that we'd be, it'd be record wise, mm -hmm. the biggest turnaround to a championship to a in baseball championship. history. And, that would be fun. Well, there Zach, you thank you so much for being here with us. Thanks for letting me invade for a bit, guys. Yep. We're gonna talk a little more baseball here. And we'll have and... you on. We'll have you on next week for oh, yeah. stars and for time. more baseball. There we go. Yeah, because yeah, if, if the Astros are in, we're gonna have to have that. We're gonna have to have, to have you. We're gonna oh have, yeah, we're gonna have to have... it'll be fun at that yeah. point. So, you know, again, just on the Rangers, man, it was a lot of fun. It was great. I mean, me and you were texting. I was, I was, you know, I was calling my dad. Like it was, it was, yeah. it was a very awesome experience. I think for us Rangers fans that don't really remember much of the previous runs because we were little kids. Right. And, you know, like in game six, 2011, I was asleep. My dad campaigned. We like to joke that we blame my mother for for not uh, letting me stay up <laughs> and watch and watch the the end of game six. And it's just a little joke that, you know, we have. But I, I think that for a lot of Rangers fans, this is great. We're finally good again. We're in the ALCS. I did not expect to get this far. No. And I did not expect to do it. I thought if we get to the ALCS, it'll be a hard-fought we, you know, the the Rays took us three, the Orioles took us five. It's gonna be a hard. We it was not hard fought. Mm -mm. I mean, I mean, <clears throat> right now I expect to win every single game we play. We are firing off on all cylinders, and it's it's a it's a lot of fun to watch. Yeah, but you got to see now if it happens. You know, if we if we take a loss, right? How does this team bounce back? You haven't had a loss this postseason. Yeah. You're having all this momentum. You take a loss. Well, what's the what's the message? It's like okay, it's a loss. How can we bounce back and make sure this doesn't happen again? Right, and I, I think that Bochy is the guy to do that. Yeah, because, I agree. I mean, he's, you know, they, they asked Scherzer what, you know, because Scherzer's played for Jim Leland. Scherzer has played for uh, Dusty Baker. No, wait, yeah, he did play for Baker. He's played for, you know, Dave Martinez. He's played for Bruce Bochy. He's played for Buck Showalter. This guy's played for some really, really, really good managers. He's played for uh, Dave Roberts. So with Scherzer... You know, you know, they ask, you know, it was Ken Rosenthal, where does Bochy rank? How does, you know, how does he stack up? They always ask the guys, how does he stack up to the managers you've played with? 
And he was like, well, you know, Bochi, what, what he does is he has a calming presence. He doesn't get too high. doesn't get too low. He's just every day, he knows how to get the guys spurred up for, you know, for the next game and not to worry about what happened, the, you know, the, the previous night or the previous week or the previous month, whatever. Because that's been the storyline for the Rangers is, wow, they really bounced back from that awful Seattle series. And then that's what I think it was. was that probably, I mean, you had to think that, that had to have pissed them off. Mm-hmm. To, to, have, to have had the division right there and then not get it, and then everyone writes you off because of it. Well, okay, we'll just go, sh- we'll, you know, we're going to go take out two of the three teams that baseball wants to win the World Series or to be in it, Rays, Orioles, and Astros probably are, are the MLB's three American League darling teams. And we took out two of them. Yeah. With ease. Just sliced right through them like it was nothing. And so now we, we get a little bit of rest, get our guys healthy, Scherzer throws you know, a, a, a sim game today. And I think for the Rangers, let's just enjoy the what enjoy the way for the next couple of days. But then I think by, you know, I'm enjoying it today, by tomorrow, I'll be just focused on the LCS. Yeah. Cause it, it's just you don't I don't want to get too high and too low with it because the Cowboys have done that to me for years. You know, I get too high, I get really high, and I get really low, and it it it's not as it's it's still fun, but you know, the lows hurt a lot. Right. So now I'm just hey, I'm I'm happy to be here. Exactly. And this and I don't think this is our only shot. We've we are opening a window for the next four, five, six, seven seasons to be really, really good. Yeah. And that is what's exciting for me. And we could be even better next year. That's what I think people aren't even realizing. We, we're, we're looking like we're going to be better next year. We're going to make these bullpen additions next year, you, sure. you would think. And, and even then, you know, again, something that I, I've been talking about um, is that we could bring the whole bullpen back next year, and they, they, and they dominate. The same guys, because that's relief pitching. One year, you're the greatest thing ever. People forget, a couple years ago, Edwin Diaz was this close to being cut, being out of the league, because he was like four. He was bad. That is relief pitching. It year to year, only the truly great ones had that consistent success. Guys like Rivera, guys like Hoffman. If you want to go a little bit older, guys like Raleigh Fingers and Lee Smith and Dennis Eckersley for the you know, when, gone, yeah. I mean, yeah, when they moved, you know, um, Eck to be a closer. It, it's really difficult to have that sustained success as a closer year in and year out because usually you don't throw as much stuff. Usually you throw, you know, maybe two or three pitches. And if you know, obviously, in the case of Rivera, you throw one with the occasional like two seamer, but you just throw one, you just throw a cutter. It's difficult to be a consistent relief pitcher for so many years, right? And so we could bring the entire guy, you know group of guys back next year, and they dominate. You, it, 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 it can happen. So I, I think fans that are like, well, we're going to have a whole new bullpen next year. No. We probably will add by one or two guys. I mean, there, do, there does have to be another arm no. added. There does. You know, they, they will add one or two guys probably, most likely, I guarantee you. You know, because and, and, and they add every year. You know, they, I mean, Ian Kennedy was a, you know, late. Will Smith was one of those additions to the to, to the bullpen this year. It was one of those late, hey, let's go get a relief pitcher. He pitched with Bochy. And Smith is still valuable yeah. as a lefty. He, I mean, he, he, he his assignment was get Gunnar Henderson out because yeah. he can't hit lefties. And I thought, man, this and is through seven straight breaking balls. I think I even <laughs> texted you like, this took some some marbles from Bochy because on deck is Aaron Hicks who can crush lefties. So you're gambling that he's going to get his man out. If he doesn't get his man out, you're stuck with him for two more batters. Yeah, they they could hit two straight home runs. You're stuck. You can't pull him because of the st- stupid three batter minimum rule that I know Bochy hates and I don't like it either. It's not baseball. It it takes away from the strategy of it, but. I think for the Rangers, we'll, you know, we'll make some additions. I don't think Burke will be back. 
just from how Bochi used him this year, yeah, he doesn't he doesn't trust him. I don't think he likes him too much. And in the way I'm mean, talking about going back to going to hitting now, I don't think Ezekiel Duran will be back. I mean, uh, he's not even making the roster. No, he's and that that that's not because he sucks. That's, I'm not saying it's because he sucks. He's a oh, big, he's a huge part of this team in this whole season. But you got Langford coming up next year. Yeah, you don't. I, you don't want to get rid of Laoti. I don't think. No, I think I, I. I honestly think they will probably keep Langford down most of the year next year. I think people are getting a little bit. I don't say too excited. I think they're getting a little bit, a little bit overhyped by him crushing minor league pitching. Let him have a full season. Like if they didn't want to call up at all next year, I'd be. I would be okay with that simply because let him have a full season as a minor leaguer, and then 2025 he's opening day, and see what you have in everybody else. Because right now you have a great problem. You have three great outfielders, yeah. and you can't knock them on anything. People are like, "Well, we'll just move Garcia to the DH role and get Garver out." Garcia is an amazing fielder. I almost think that Langford could be your DH, yeah. just because you know he he of those four guys of Laoti, Garcia, Carter, and and Langford, he's the worst four. He's the worst fielder of the four of, of those four. Not that he's bad. They're saying his fielding is. Adequate. He's he, he's not going to play when any go gloves, but he's not going to be costing your team games out in the field. Right. He's not going to be a butcher out there. He he's 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 going to play league. They, you know they they say league adequate defense. He'll be okay. But like, we have potential three go lovers out there right now. So so for me, I think he's your. I think if you want to bring Garver back for a year, because I think he's earned it. Right, you're running into a really good problem, which is well, we have too many good players that we want to bring back, and we have guys coming up. But next year, you know, I think I think Duran he's he's not on the roster because he's really streaky, right. and he had a really bad second half of the year, like putrid, yeah. awful. And I think they like Smith in that role better because Smith is the guy that can play all all over the infield, and he's faster from I I mean just from what I've seen. I mean, they both I mean, have great speed. They both have great speed, but Smith is kind of your crafty defensive replacement runner. Yeah, because he's not a he when he when he when he's played the third base role, he has not done a great job. Right, and you know, I think Smith, Smith, Smith's your pinch runner. Him and Jankowski are your pinch runners right now. If if you know Mitch Garver is on first and is you know he's the tying run, here comes Jankowski to right. run. That 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 and that and that's why I think Smith's getting over Duran. But right now, Carter is beating out Duran. And 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 Bochy likes Grossman because Grossman's a veteran and he's a switch hitter and he can hit lefties. So I, I think I mean I know that Duran's a righty, but still, I think you trust Grossman in a big spot more than you trust Duran. A lot more of a patient of a batter too. Duran's clutch, but he has he doesn't have that patience, and you don't want that moment to get too big. Yeah, Grossman's been there, done that. Moment's not going to get too big for him. So I I'm not I, I'm happy with the way they've constructed the roster. I I don't think I think people are reading a little bit too much into, into Duran not being on the roster. I don't think it's they don't like him. They want to trade him. I just think it's we don't have a spot for him, which is why I think that we could, should use his value while it's there. Yeah, I mean, it's it's definitely there to, to make a trade for a relief pitcher. Yeah, for sure, it definitely would be, and uh, would still be more than we got for Joey Gallo <laughs> than the Yankees got for Joey Gallo. Um, just paying, making that trade pay more <laughs> dividends. But I do want to give before we move to uh, some of the other stuff in baseball a big shout out to John Daniels because a lot of Raiders fans are not going to do this, and I and I want to do this. And and that is John Daniels deserves a lot of credit for this team. I know he's a very polarizing figure in Rangers circles because a lot of people don't like him. And I don't understand how you don't like a guy that, you know, oversaw the greatest success your entire franchise ever had. 
And people want to say that Nolan Ryan built those teams. No, Nolan Ryan would make some made some boneheaded moves. Nolan Ryan wanted Roy Oswald. That you know, no, you know, no, Nolan Ryan didn't want you Darvish or Sinsu Chu, and both of those signings worked out pretty well for you. Mm-hmm. And so, and that's just again, that's just the worshiping of Nolan Ryan that we do as Rangers fans, and that's that's fine. But John Daniels built help, you know, was help. I mean, him and Ryan built those ten eleven teams, but JD was there. JD built the fifteen and sixteen team. And JD, his fingerprints are all over this team. Yeah, because him and Chris Young's tenure, and I, I'm these are all guys that I know off the top of my head that were acquired while Daniels was still in the organization. Now, I know guys like Dunning, that was right after you know Chris Young got hired as the GM, so that was kind of Chris Young's move. Yeah, but Daniels still here. Daniels still had to sign off on it, right? So, Dane Dunning, right? Was was, was so here? Here's a list of guys that were acquired. While John Daniels was with the Rangers, Jonah Heim, Nathaniel Lowe, Marcus Simeon, Corey Seager, Josh Young, uh, Evan Carter was here, uh, 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 Laoti, Garcia, you had uh, Duran, Smith, um, trying to think of other, uh, I mean, LeClerc, you, Burke, you had, you know, some of these guys, a lot of your team, a lot of, especially a lot of your lineup. Now, a lot of your pitching, that was CY, all CY. Um, John Gray was a, another JD guy. These are players. You print your entire lineup. John Daniels had a, had a hand in. Chris Young has no can take no credit for Josh Young. That was all JD. That was 2019. In 2020, I think I think that was I think it was the same thing. No, I think yeah, see why I was here at that point. But Daniels, his fingerprints all over this team. I mean, he he's made a lot of these great moves. For a lot of our, I mean, and I think Rangers fans need to give him his due credit. If we win one, if we do, knocking on the desk here, if we are able to win this thing, he deserves, he almost deserves a ring. He's not with the organization. He, he really, because he helped build the team. Yeah. And he helped, he helped, he, he helps give CY kind of that, because Chris Young did not have zero, you know, experience in an organization. So JD also helped train him. So, you know, it's almost kind of like that, you know, since he's kind of like my apprentice. What he does, I, I get a little bit of credit for that. Not, not a ton. I get a little bit. So I just want to give a big thank you to John Daniels for helping for helping build a lot of this team. Well said. And CY for bringing it home. It's kind of what it was, right? The one thing Daniels couldn't do was pick a manager. That was his one problem was he couldn't pick a manager. But moving on, you know, the National League, it, you know, Phillies Braves are in a deadlock. Looks like the Diamondbacks are going to take care of business. We got game four tonight, Twins, Houston. That, it, I think it, it, like... Soon, yeah, it's it's it, it's soon. So we'll see next week when we talk to you guys about baseball. We'll see what we're looking at there. Yeah, I think we're gonna move to uh, our final segment of the NFL. NFL, NFL. And if I sound kind of hoarse, I'm getting over a cold thing from from over the weekend. So my voice. I'm is, getting over the Cowboys and 49ers game. <laughs> so my voice is. It's, <laughs> I can already hear it starting to give out a little bit. So I'm sorry about that. Week five, uh, I went seven and seven. You went nine and five, so we both kind of had amp weeks. I had a lot more of an amp. I think I'm just, you, kind of, you know, kind of dominating right now. Oh yeah, well you, why <laughs> you? So you had Bears at Commanders. Um, I did have the Bears, right? No, yeah, you did. Yeah. I wish, I wish I'd picked the Bears. Uh, they were due. Yeah, they, they were due. <laughs> uh, Jags at Bills. We both got burned on that one. Uh, Texans at Falcons. We both got burned on that one. Uh, Panthers at Lions. Uh, we both, we both were correct there. You you did pick the Colts. Now I I want to make it a, a a bit of an asterisk here. They didn't win because of how, why you said they would no, win. No, they did not win because of why I said they won in spite of what Chase said. How was they going to win? So I want to you know you don't get full <laughs> you don't get full credit for that one. Um, 
Giants at Dolphins. Dolphins. I mean, that was, you know, uh, Saints at Patriots. Patriots are just um, sinking. Like, and to, and to backtrack to the Colts, I, I mean, I picked them because I'm a huge Anthony Richardson. Yeah. Well, now you can't use that excuse. No, anymore. he is on the IR. Yeah. Can't use that excuse anymore. Ravens at Steelers. We both picked the Ravens. That was wrong there. <laughs> um, awful game. I picked the Rams, the trap game for the Eagles. I was wrong. You were right. You picked the Eagles. Bengals at Cardinals. Uh, you got burned on this one. I picked the Bengals. Yeah. And the, the better team won. Uh, Jets at Broncos. Both correct. Chiefs, Vikings. Both correct. Uh, the Cowboys, Niners. And again, when I do my picks, these are not my homer picks. My homer picks, Cowboys always win. But in, in this one, this is realistic. I did not see it. I did not see the Cowboys winning, and I was right. And we'll get to that in just a second here. Then Packers at Raiders, and you picked Cowboys. I picked Niners. Uh, then Packers at Raiders. Uh, I picked Packers. You picked Raiders. So congrats on that one. The Cowboys. <clears throat> well, I, I hate to end on a kind of a sucky note here, but the Cowboys um, make me want to slam my head into a wall. Um, and the only thing keeping my sanity right now is the Rangers. Because, you know, usually this time of year, I'm used to the Rangers are out of it. And I'm relying on the Cowboys to be really good so that I don't, you know, want to die. <laughs> well, now it's the it's reverse. The Rangers are keeping me are keeping me in it, and, and the Cowboys are pushing me away. That was the worst game I've ever seen us play. Yeah, it was putrid. It was, I mean, it was, there's, there's no good you can, well, this guy, no. I saw one good drive where we made it, what, 10-7, 14-7, whatever it was. It was, yeah, that was it. It, it, it was, it was bad. Yeah. It was awful. And I don't know how you come back after that, after just getting completely demoralized. All of this talk about how you're the new doomsday defense, how, how this is going to be a historic defense. Oh yeah. You can do all that talking on Twitter. Can you do talking on the field? Cause I'm not seeing it. This is twice in five weeks. You've gotten your butts kicked by an offense. One of them was inferior. One of them was superior. But not that superior. And I, I don't think that's superior. Listen, I'm, I'm going to give the 49ers their credit. They oh, are the oh. best team in football. And it is not a question. Yeah. I know if people are going to say Philly, but no. Let's be real. This sounds like, this feels kind of like it could be the Niners year. But again, it's only week five. And that's one thing. Yeah. I, that was my takeaway. I was, you know, it was a beautiful night that night. Because it's not 100 degrees anymore. Thank you, weather. And I was standing outside. I'm just thinking, like, you know what? It's only week five. And I remember when the Patriots got embarrassed by the Chiefs. Everyone said, you know, several years ago that, oh, this is this is it. And Patriots, their dynasty kept on going. So it's one loss in week five. You're not done. We're three you, could, two. you could beat this team in the NFC Championship game yeah. later, you know, later in the season. You don't know where this thing was going to take you. That's one thing I'm learning about sports as I get more ingrained into it. You truly don't ever know. Yeah. And weird things happen. And so, it, it's, and so it is our job to try and assess those things. But even, even you know, even the guys that get paid millions to do what we're doing don't get it right all the time. No. So, you know, we're I'm not I'm not completely mad about it just because okay, let's can we get this out of our system? Can you realize what you need to do? And if I was the Cowboys, I'd pick up the phone and call the Broncos and say, "What do you want for Pat Tan?" Nothing, cuz there's no, there's no way he's gone. It sounds like they could be trading all their a lot of their defensive guys. If that's the case, then you give what you you got to do something. But, I mean, it's it, The defense just, I mean, and I think part of it is the defense, no one's playing well. Everyone's keying off on Micah, and everyone else is crapping and falling back in it, except Demarcus Lawrence. He's been playing well. Everybody else. And Van Rush has been playing well, and now he's, he's most likely on the IR. So. Who? 
Van Rush. He's been playing well, and now he's yeah. most likely going to be on the and, IR. And and that I hate Trent Williams, by the way. That that was a dirty. That really made me mad watching that replay. He shoved him in the back. He shoved him in the back while he was already bent over, knowing that that's going to potentially cause harm to his neck and head. An injury. A, a everyone in the league knows Van Rush has a bad neck and head. Everybody. This is not a new thing. Like oh, he, everyone knows he's like one of the only guys that wears one of that that wears that neck pad. Mm-hmm. Right. It's, it's it's an iconic look for Van Der Esch. And this man went up behind him and pushed him into our guy and hurt his. I do not like Trent Williams. If I was a defensive player, next game, I'm going low. That sounds awful, but that's what you do for your teammate. And as a fan, I would never, I don't advocate for it because we don't, it's not, that's not sports. But as a teammate, I'm going low. That, 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 that pisses me off. As, as, you know, if you've played sports, you, you understand that. If someone hurts your teammate, you, you want to get, right. You kind of, you, you want to, you want to get, get them back. back. Yeah. And so, for the Rangers, not the Rangers, I'm still in the Rangers, sorry. For the Cowboys, bounce back Monday Night Football against the Chargers. This is, uh, and, then, and, then, and then you got a bye week, so you get a chance to regroup, get a little healthy, see what happens. But I'm not, I'm not, the sky is not falling yet. For me. The sky will fall at the end of the season. It always does for the Cowboys. Because as long as I've been alive, most of the time we've been in it till the end of the year, most of the time. So the sky doesn't fall week five. Sky falls week 17. So I'm not worried. This may not be our year. I thought it may be, but they're pro- they're proving that the team, it's, it's just frustrating because it feels like you got a really good team. In football, you don't get g- good teams. Don't It's hard to sustain success for a lot of years because of the salary cap and everyone wants to get paid. Micah wants the biggest contract ever, and Lamb wants the biggest contract ever, and everyone wants a big contract. You can't pay everybody. So usually, you know, contending windows die out. Yeah, and it feels like you're wasting your contending window, John, on Twitter and not playing football. It's just very frustrating to see it all on Twitter to get really excited to be like, "Man, this team's talking smack. We're gonna go and we're gonna everyone's bet." And but and then you lay a goose egg. You play like that. If if I was if I mean, if I was a coach, everyone delete your Twitter now. Get off of it. I don't want to see another post from any of y'all. I don't want to see an apology. I don't want to see a, we're going to get back to work and we're going to turn this thing around. No. Prove it on the field. Quit doing your talking there. Let let the scoreboard talk for you. And if you want to add on a little something, something, then you add on. Because that, 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 that's that's what Gronkowski used, used to do is he would talk after they won. Right. You know, Edelman would talk <laughs> after they won three Super Bowls. You have won nothing. Zip, zilch, not a nothing. You have won nothing. You have no reason to boast. Oh, because you look good on paper, because you're supposed to be good. Well, you're not. You're not playing good. You, anyone is supposed to be good, but you're not playing good right now. It's just very frustrating. It's very frustrating as a Cowboys fan to see a team that you know could win the Super Bowl play like this. It's it's very and people want Dak is not the problem. Anyone out Dak is not the problem. He did not lose you that game. No, there is nothing Dak could have done. Dak could have turned to Super Dak. It would not have mattered. The defense was Swiss cheese. They give it 42 points. I mean, D- Dak is just not going to do that. That's just not him. Our offense is not geared to score 45 points a game. Just not. And then not against a good defense like it that. It can. I'll tell you that. It can. It can, but it's not really designed that way. And McCarthy, I'm about over him as play caller. I just don't feel like I'm seeing anything. I feel like I'm I'm seeing a guy that just doesn't really know what he's doing. I'm not. There's nothing special, nothing cool. It's very bland. Yeah, you see the way the 49ers play football, and you're like, 
why can't we do this? Yeah, that was what it's I... It's like, they're doing all these plays, and it just works so well, and it looked... So, like, I, I, I could have been a receiver for Brock Purdy, and I could have gotten open, I felt like. Like, like everything was clicking. Looked, Every time you threw the ball, it's like, oh, first down. It looks easy. That's something I was telling my grandparents about. Um, on, you know, because, I mean, uh, I was six. I, I, was, I didn't watch them, but we were watching. We were talking during the game still on our phones. And I just told them, I'm like, that's what's frustrating is they make it look so easy. They make it look like you can win football games at will. And we're over here struggling. It's very frustrating. It's the perfect word to describe how I feel. I'm frustrated with my team. And at least at, le- at least the Rangers are doing good, but the Cowboys are not. And so now we move on to week six. And uh, we got Broncos. And, and that conversation. There we go. Broncos <sighs> at Chiefs. I mean, uh, I like I brought Chiefs. Chiefs. I don't think we really need to have much of a discussion on that one. Uh, Ravens at Titans. Give me the Ravens. Give me the, the Ravens road. as well. They'll have a bounce back week. Yeah, I agree. Uh, give me the Falcons over the Commanders. The Commanders are just kind of suck for Caleb Williams at this point. <laughs> yeah. Give me uh, give me the Falcons. Yeah. All right. Vikings at Bears. Vikings don't have Justin Jefferson. That's another thing. Justin Jefferson going to the IR. I, the NFL has an injury problem. This year feels a little big on injuries. It does. At least, at least to the stars of the league. And the talk around Justin... Give me the Bears, by the way. Yeah, me too. Uh, and the talk about Justin Jeff. Actually, you know what? I'm changing. Give me the Vikings. Give me the Vikings. All right. Um, They're going to play inspired for... There's Well, they're just still... Even without Jefferson. I know he's the best receiver in all of football. They're still a good team. It's still yeah. like TJ Hawkinson. You know, they're going to have guys step up. Um, rookie Jordan Addison, KJ Osborne, you know, whatever, yeah. whatever. That's not the point of the conversation. Just talks around Justin Jefferson and his season, honestly. You know, expected to miss four weeks with with the hamstring, whatever. If the this is Jefferson's last year on his rookie contract. Yeah. If the Vikings are not by the time that Jefferson's ready to come back, if they are not in any sort of playoff contention, there are talks about Jefferson not even coming back for the year to not risk an injury while on his rookie contract. Yeah, because you know Jefferson's going to get a max. Yeah, why risk an injury if you're not going to make make the playoffs? Yeah. So there's talks about that, which is, which there's, is interesting. There's yeah, then there's talks you know about them tanking. Yeah, I mean Jefferson's not going to want to come back and risk injury to play for nothing. Yeah. On a life changing deal. This is the part of sports that's the ugly side. It's having to wait yeah. and punt a year, which you don't want to do. Uh, Seahawks at Bengals. Give me the Bengals. I think I think they're playing inspired football right now. I like the Seahawks, but. Give, give me the Bengals. Yeah, I'm gonna go with the Bengals now until they show me otherwise, because you know it's it's yep. huge to see that you know Burrow and big Chase yeah. have that connection and just look like themselves. So I think it's a big momentum booster. Uh, give me the 49er machine over uh, the Browns without Sean. I'm never not going. I'm never going against the Niners this whole year. Uh, give me the Texans over the Saints. I know the Saints played really well, but I I I like this Texans team. Give me the Texans. I'm gonna go with the Saints here. CJ Stroud has yet to throw an interception in his rookie career, and this is a big test with the Saints defense. Yeah. Uh, Colts at Jaguars. Give me the Jaguars. They don't have uh, your guy. Give me the Jaguars. Anthony Richardson. So give me give me the Jags. Uh, Panthers at Dolphins. This Dolphins team is a machine right now. Can't wait till we play them. Oh yeah, I know it's gonna be fun. Yeah, give me the Dolphins. There you go. I mean, and then again, I think right now with the Cowboys defense, the problem is is that like guys like Curse has has. Has anyone seen him? Like, I, do we need to put something up? I've seen him make have, unnecessary reference play, have, plays. Have you? Do we need to put posters up? Missing Jerron Curse forgot how to play football. <laughs> what the hell happened, bro? 
Like, again, I know I'm sitting here behind a microphone. You're the one actually out there playing. What the hell? <laughs> you're you're supposed to be this big, bad safety for us. Change your number to number one. Oh, yeah, I'm going back. Yeah, you're playing like you did in college. The reason you weren't a high draft pick. <laughs> the reason you weren't the number one safety to come out of college. I mean, gosh dang, dude. Can we can we play good football? Yeah. I've seen you do it. I have seen you do it. Yeah. And you're not doing it now, which is very, very frustrating. Uh, Patriots at Raiders. Jimmy, as the great Chris Berman would say, the Raiders. <laughs> the Raiders. I think the Patriots are just... Until I see something out of that offense. Everyone's not... calling for Bill's head. And, and, and it's funny. Bill, the head coach, has done a great job. Bill, the GM, has sucked. Because he's building his team like he did when he had Tom Brady at quarterback. Right? I'm going to bring in Kendrick Bourne, the Juju Smith-Schuster, and I got Tom Brady. Oh, wait. I don't have Tom Brady anymore? Oh, I forgot. Oh, look. Our offensive line's hurt. Oh, look. It, it's just... The, the Patriots are... The NFL's footnote right now. It's kind of funny. Um, Lions at Buccaneers. Give me the Lions. Give, give me, me the Lions. Give me give me the eventual NFC champ, Detroit Lions. <laughs> uh, Cardinals at Rams. Give me the Rams. I like this Rams team. Yeah, they're, they're what? They're healthy now. Yeah, they are. So, so give me the Rams. Rams. Uh, Eagles at Jets. As much as I would love the Jets to beat this Eagles team, give me the Eagles. Yeah. I mean, I'm going to go with the Eagles, Eagles. too. I'll tell you this, though, I won't be shocked. Yeah. That well, just defense is going to. Uh, we'll see. Yeah. Giants at Bills. You give me the Bills. Rematch of that Super Bowl. Very famous. Scott Norwood going right, you know, wide right. Uh, give me the Bills. Give me the Bills. One. You know, unlike the Super Bowl. And then Cowboys, Chargers. You write me down for the Bills? Yeah. Okay. Oh, I did not. Thank you. Give me Cowboys. I know we played really bad, but we should beat this team. If Kellen Moore cooks Dan Quinn, I want Dan Quinn's head on a platter. I can't say he's the best defense coordinator anymore. I don't know about you. I can't say it. I've seen him get his... Can't say the word I want to say. I've seen him get his butt handed to him twice this year. And it should not be. You want to you you be the best DC in football? You, the best DC in football doesn't give up 42 points. Go look at any of the league's greatest defenses. Go look at the Steel Curtain. Go look at... And I know it's a different league back then, but go look at the Steel Curtain. Look at the 85 Bears. Look at... The 2000s Ravens. Look at the Legion of Boom. I Did they ever give up 42 points? I don't remember it. Do you? Because I, I certainly don't remember them giving up 42 points. You want to act like and talk like you're one of those defenses? Play like it. Because you're not. And it's, again, just the word I'm going to keep using. It is frustrating to see this team do all the talk. We're this good. And and to see it as a ball, as, as, as a analyst... <laughs> To see it and go, well, this team could be one of those great defenses. And then to watch on Sunday, or in this case, this week's case, Monday, and go, well, where the hell is that vaunted team? You know? And I, I think right now you just got to regroup and uh, figure it out. But I'm going to go with the Cowboys. Yeah. With the Cowboys? I'm going to go with the Cowboys, but I, I, I wouldn't mean, be surprised. You know what I mean? At this point, this the Chargers have a great offense. So this is going to be another test for the defense. Yeah. Now, the difference in between the Chargers and the Niners is. Well, a lot Moore. of things, but biggest one that defense, that defense is well, yes, but that defense is also, you know, you can you can beat that defense. Oh, you, you, can. you can beat that Chargers defense. They got great pass rush, but the line's healthy. You can beat that secondary. Yeah. So it's good. This game is going to rely on Dak. Yeah. So to end it on a good note, the Rangers <laughs> are in the ALCS. If we didn't announce it to you guys, yet. it feels it just it, we're going we're going on a high note here. 
And uh, we will talk to you guys next week when we preview game three, which will be Wednesday night. And, oh, I really want to go. I don't know about you. But I'm like, I, 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 may, if, I may be. I, I may too if I, if I can scrounge together. <laughs> if I can just be like, well, yeah, I, I, just, I just need to get the financial backing here. <laughs> I, need to, I, need, I need to get a loan to, to go to these games because they're a little expensive. But, ladies and gentlemen, we will talk to you guys next week. We'll have Zach back. And we will have a full slate of sports. It really won't just be basketball right around the corner. Basketball, we'll have more hockey. But this is, for Rangers fans, this is really cool. Yeah. It really is to go back to the ALCS. And we, hey, we're 2-0 and in our ALCS. We've never lost in the ALCS. <laughs> we, never lost, we, never, we never lost the series. So we will talk to you guys next week. Have a great one. Yeah, see ya.